0: plastic ducks in the tub. Ted was a very good dancer and won the silver dollar for Fox Trotter of the Year three times. Bitsy and Annie were a little in awe of him. It was only a dollar, but still, it was a big deal honor-wise. Do you think Ted would pick me as his partner at Cotillion graduation? Bitsy asked one night while we hung out on the stairs, waiting for my mother. I really want a silver dollar. Sure, I said. Bitsy was pretty. She was probably the prettiest girl in dancing school, with silky hair that never got messy, even at a slumber party, and huge blue eyes. Annie and Charlotte were pretty too, but Charlotte was dark and Annie was fat. She already had breasts as big as my mother's, and her arms swelled sweetly against the elastic puff sleeves of her dresses. As for me, I coasted by. I wasn't too fat or too thin. I had braces and freckles and straight brown hair that crackled with electricity in a way that I liked when I brushed it in winter. Still, next to Bitsy, I was nothing. So of course Ted Wheeler would dance with Bitsy. It was sort of silly that she was even asking the question. Not that I approved, though. Ted Wheeler was no one that Bitsy should want to dance with. I knew that she could take care of herself, but Ted was mean. His soul was as black as summer tar. You don't want to dance with Ted, Bitsy, I said. He's evil. Bitsy shrugged. I guess. He seems okay. She was wrong, though. After that tub picture was snapped, Ted Wheeler tried to drown me. Once, I had to get stitches because he hit me on the head with a Tonka truck. Ted's father had left Cousin Cindy for a lady who wore tennis skirts, but it was my opinion that he probably also left because of Ted Wheeler. Ted was bad even when he was a baby, and by the time we got to Cotillion Training School, he was worse. He brought in a BB gun and shot the girl with Down syndrome and called the kid with the birthmark freak face. Me, he hated the most. He pinched me and punched me and told me I was ugly. One night, right in front of everyone, he shoved me down the grand stairway, and when I hit bottom, bruised and breathless, he ran down after me and pulled my hair while pretending to help me up. You're ugly, he hissed in my ear. I hate you, I said back. I told everyone I hated Ted Bitsy, Annie, my teachers, my parents. You cannot hate Ted Wheeler, my mother said patiently. He is my cousin Cindy's son. But I do, I said. I didn't like the way these feelings made me act, but the fact was, Ted Wheeler was horrible, and I hated him. I knew I was right. It was my own personal constant another rule to live by. Step all step, step all step, shift, wait. Step all step, step all step, shift, wait. From what I could tell, the boys did not have the same silent rules about lining up as we did. They stood together in a huffing, snorting jumble, popping Chinese noisemakers, and on more hectic nights, setting off smoke bombs. After the first few Wednesdays, I didn't spend time trying to understand who on the boys' side sat where. In fourth grade, boys are not something to analyze. They are, as a collective, a thing to be survived. A few weeks after Ted Wheeler threw me down the stairs, though, it finally became clear that I had to fight back. It wasn't just about me anymore. This time, he went for Annie. It was raining that Wednesday. Rainy nights at Cotillion Training School are especially unpleasant because your hair frizzes and the already hot hallway is blanketed in a swampy adolescent haze. Charlotte, whom Ted also hated but also slightly feared, was sick that night, leaving us open for an attack. We were making our way to the front of the line. It was hot so Annie's face was particularly flushed. A little line of sweat trickled down her cheek. Ted made his way over through the crowd I had developed a radar for Ted as a self-protection device practically since birth, so I saw him coming right away. Instinctively, I hunched my shoulders. Ted smiled at me sweetly. I relaxed a little. It seemed he wasn't aiming for me. Maybe he was coming to talk to Bitsy? That would make sense, because all the boys did. She must have thought the same, because she smiled, cocking her head expectantly, then frowned in confusion as Ted passed her and proceeded to sink his finger deep into Annie's plentiful stomach flesh. Moo, Ted yelled, causing the crowd around us to titter nervously. Even Bitsy giggled for a second. The cow says, moo. I looked at Annie's face.